Today's gospel is from the book of Mark, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. When Jesus returned to Capernaum after some days, it was reported that he was at home. So many gathered around that there was no longer room for them, not even in the front of the door. And he was speaking the word to them. Then some people came, bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. And when they could not bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him, and after having dug through it, they let down the mat on which the paralytic lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there, questioning in their hearts. Why does this fellow speak in this way? It is blasphemy. Who can forgive sins but God alone? At once, Jesus perceived in his spirit that they were discussing these questions among themselves. And he said to them, Why do you raise such questions in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Stand up and take your mat and walk? but so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, stand up, take your mat, and go to your home. And he stood up and immediately took the mat and went out before all of them, so that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. The Gospel of our Lord. Thanks, Kim. I have always really liked this story, but maybe a little bit too much. There is just something about those four friends. They are innovators and they don't think creatively and act gutsy for themselves. They do it for someone else. Their other friend who has been living a very difficult life. They have heard about Jesus and his ability to heal and they are determined to connect their friends to this man. But there are so many people in the house that day that even the door is blocked by people crammed against it. That house is closed off and there is no more room to enter. At least that's what most people think. But those friends have another idea they realize that they cannot get in how one would expect, so they resourcefully think about another way, a new way, and then they do it. They dig through that mud and that thatch roof to make an opening big enough to lower their friend right in front of Jesus. Now, Jesus eventually notices what's going on as the chunks of mud drop in front of him, 
And Mark writes this, when Jesus saw their faith. Notice the plural pronoun, their faith. The collective, desperate, creative attempt to get their friend close enough to Jesus is defined as faith. In this story, early on in Mark, faith is tangible and is willing to tear apart what is for the sake of what could be. And Jesus sees it, and he affirms it, and because of it, something happens. Do you see why this story has punch and why I like it so much? A miracle happens. A man who lived on a mat is now able to stand up and walk home because his friends pushed a boundary and made space for something to happen. You see, these friends have the faith to believe that Jesus can do something and will do something. Yet, I have tended to think this was the end of the story. But if you stop here, you will miss the miracle. Jesus crosses a boundary that no one expects him to cross. Jesus does not say to the man, you are cured like one would expect. Jesus says, your sins are forgiven. Jesus blurs the line between healing and forgiveness and then so authoritatively speaks them both. When Jesus proclaims the forgiveness of this man's sins, he declares God's power to destroy all the forces that defy God. Forgiveness is decreed for body and spirit. Now I want to pause here because it is essential to note that there is nothing in this story that says that sin caused this man's illness, nothing. Although it was thought at that time that sins from the past or in the present caused infirmary. Jesus is not so myopic, but bold in unleashing the power of the Holy Spirit that has been bestowed in him. God's ability to forgive sets us free to be who we are, and God is here for all people. And I want you to hear this. Healing goes beyond curing. Healing is an awareness of God's presence for that man, and for everyone around him. But this forgiveness and this healing is not without impact. The scribes are up in arms. Their hearts are racing with how this declaration of forgiveness is imploding their sense of who God is and their roles as the keepers of God's law. In this story, Jesus claims the authority of God, and this eventually will get him killed. And now someone has a hole in their roof. What was is no longer. 
the life of this man is forever changed, and so is, too, the possibility that certain people are outcast from God's attention and care. Jesus takes on the collective sin of this world, all that is broken and resists God, and in that moment speaks life. Jesus creates a new way, and in this moment something new is created, and the world will never be the same. The old categories and limits are torn apart, God's presence is here. The kingdom of God is at hand. And we're drawn back to the beginning of Mark's gospel when the heavens are torn apart and that Holy Spirit descends into Jesus and God said, this is my son, the beloved with whom I am well pleased. There is no longer separation from God in our world, and the veil between heaven and earth is forever altered. There is also a forever altering in this story. A roof is torn apart to make known that nothing can keep us from access to God, and sometimes it takes the tenacity of our human abilities to initiate that tear. This faith is made known to create access to what God can do and what God will do. The question we are left with in this story is, what can we imagine and act upon? What is possible now that God's kingdom has come? This story is played out in the threads of our own lives. God declares healing and forgiveness, but this does not erase our past. What we have done or not done has already happened, but God's forgiveness declares that what has happened cannot define us. We are given a new beginning and an opportunity to write the rest of the story with a healed and forgiven heart. God creates a new way for healing and forgiveness to come to our bodies and our spirits. And I would say our collective whole, just like those four friends. God comes down to forgive and heal and change lives and ignite faith for us to act in this world. I am left, though, with a mystery and one for us to ponder together. How faith and forgiveness are intertwined. In this story, faith initiates forgiveness, and then that forgiveness initiates a new faith. May we live in this mystery to be bold with our faith and trust in what God will do. Let it be so. Amen.